everybody to inside the dome i'm john dodero joined by carl and jacob today and today howdy. howdy yeah so today is a very different type of episode first off this is the first episode we're not recording face to face this is a little virtual episode here and also this is our first movie episode we're gonna review a movie for you guys for the first time if it does well, we might review some more movies, but we were really excited to do this one because just this past Sunday, we saw Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It is the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which released five years ago, I'd say. Yeah, 2018, which was about five years ago, which is insane because yeah. I remember I remember seeing that movie and I was like, dang. This is really, really good uh, animation. And then this movie had spectacular animation, but we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, I mean, the first movie, I mean, I mean, I, I think it didn't do like crazy in the box office, but it won Best Animated Film for the Oscars. And I mean, the animation was top notch. I mean, it actually like, I think it inspired other animated movies like i think the puss in boots movie that just came out is very yeah. similar animation to spider-man do you yeah, and they what were you gonna say not, not to cut you off did you see how much it made i did not 120 million dollars wow this past this movie that we just saw yeah opening yeah. weekend I'll, i mean I'll it's do, i'll do it's the second it's the second biggest opening in 2023 so just to put that in, uh, just to put that in your mindset, the first movie made three hundred eighty four million dollars through its whole entire run. Wow! So just in this weekend, it made a third. I don't think it's gonna actually clear a billion dollars. I hope it does. Don't get me wrong, but that's that's insane. I, yeah. it really shows how much people appreciate this movie and it, it's well-deserved. Honestly, it really, really is. Yeah. I mean, I, I was able to see this movie twice and both theaters. I saw it and I saw it once on Friday and once on Sunday and they were both packed. Like there was a lot of hype for this movie on Rotten tomatoes right now has a 95, the uh, critic score. And I think like a 98 for the audience. So, I mean, it got great reviews, and I think that's probably really helped it. But I say let's get into the movie now. So I'll ask you first, what do you uh, think yeah, about it? Yeah, so before I, before I give my thoughts, um, this will be non-spoiler for the first half. And then True, yeah. once, we, well, once we get into the second half, we'll be like, more spoiled and stuff so yeah we'll do so we'll, we'll be clear about that yeah we'll do non-spoilers for a while we'll give like a final verdict in a way and then we'll tell you all when spoilers start so yeah. just so you all know 
So honestly, I really do like the movie. I mean, sitting there for the first part of the movie, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then as it got along, it got so much better. So, so much better. I was actually surprised on a lot of the stuff they did do. And the amount of stuff they showed. Like, obviously, I don't want to get into spoilers too much. But a lot a lot of movies recently, like Fast X, uh, I know, like, <laughs> they, like, they're relying on cameos and stuff. And a lot of other movies are, too. But this movie, like, doesn't need it at all. And I think that's what makes it so spectacular that they were yeah, able I mean, to come up I... with this movie. Um, though I will say it is a two-parter, so obviously it's gonna have the second part of it. But like, also, it could have been done in one movie. It really could have. And obviously, the fact that Sony made two movies that are both really, really good for the first time ever for a Spider-Man movie since the Sam Raimi <laughs> movies is insane. Um, I'm just talking like Sony alone, not MCU. But yeah, yeah the fact that they made it really good is insane. And the, hopefully the fact that we're going to get this third one within next year is great. I'm just, I'm honestly kind of worried how they're going to wrap it. Cause we'll get into more spoilers, but like, it could have been done in all one movie. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do. And like you said before this, before we start recording, apparently it was done with all three directors from the first one, right? Actually, it was when I look at a uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and then across the Spider-Verse, they use three different directors, actually. Yeah, so in the, into the Spider-Verse, they had... Bob, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman. And then in Across the Spider-Verse, they had Joaquin Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. So they were actually directed by different people, each movie, which is oh, kind really? of crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of insane. So what are your thoughts on this movie? I'd say this movie, honestly, I think it helped too seeing it twice because at most I might have just questioned parts about the story. But after watching it a second time, like just about all of my questions were answered. Like I might have just missed it at some points, yeah. but I'd call it like I'd call it an almost perfect movie. I mean, it was enjoyable. Like it's only two hours and 20 minutes and I was like wanting more after it. Like don't end it here. Oh yeah, like, like you, sorry, you could have kept going if you wanted to, but I can see why they cut it off where they did. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But at least what's good is that like they did make both movies like back to back, so they have a plan. It's not like yeah. it's not like the Star Wars sequel trilogy where they made a movie and then they just changed stuff about it, like they retconned it. <laughs> stuff like that like they made i think like they made a clear trilogy here and it should like all flow very well but i'm actually yeah. like really excited for the third one and see like it's just such a good movie like it's it's not like obviously there's points that like yeah i could see like people being upset with or people like being saddened with but like at the end of the day, 
it's such just like a downhearted movie that makes you laugh. And I think that's really the whole point behind this movie. And the fact that like you, I can like take my, like you could take a kid to it, you know, or (laughs) dude, if we were in our thirties, we would (laughs) still be going to see this. Yeah. I know it's a PG movie, but you get what I'm saying. Like superhero movies now are PG 13. So like, it's kind of cool that like, you know, like you can show it to like, a six-year-old not worry about that you're showing them blood and violence and all this stuff you know yeah i mean there are like some creepy moments i'd say like i love the i love the antagonists like all like there's more than one i would say but like i like them a lot i mean one of them he's in the trailers it's the spot i mean oh oh, i thought uh, miguel i'll talk about miguel too but we can talk about that like they make him into like a very menacing threat just like that and like i really liked how they did that in the movie and miguel too i mean oscar isaac plays him i mean his presence alone is just like like your eyes are glued to the screen when he's on like i really love the scenes kudos to oscar um oscar isaac man in the past uh, year and a half with the movies he's made and the oh, movies yeah. and uh, he did a Moon Knight and his yeah. performance in Moon Knight was spectacular. I think Moon Knight gets a lot of crap. and I actually really did enjoy Moon Knight, but him playing all those different roles is insane. Yeah, he also played uh, the main villain in an X-Men movie, X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> but um, him as <laughs> Miguel was a forgotten movie. Dude, him as Miguel was insane. Because I feel like more in the trailers they make him like oh like the villain, yeah. but he is more of an antagonist. I would say I I wouldn't really say there's much of a villain in this movie. Yeah, we're not like going to dive yeah. way into all this, but to have him, it, it made it so good. Like to have a couple things going on, which I mean you can you said at one point after we walked out of the movie, uh that. There is a lot of stuff going on at certain times, but it's nothing like insane. You know, like we're not jumping yeah. from character to character. We probably bounce through like three characters at once. Yeah, like but, there's there's a lot of spider people in this movie. Dude, there's a lot. There, there are a lot, but it's like, first off, it's not like just a cameo fest. Like that's what makes the movie. It's like, oh, it's cool. There's this Spider-Man. But it, like it doesn't like carry the movie. Like it centers around like, four or five main spider people and it's very easy to follow along with the story in my opinion Uh, oh i'd say too i mean the main character is miles morales and i mean he's excellent in this movie i love i mean from the first movie to this movie i love his character and like what because he's very unique compared to peter parker he's very very unique and it's honestly like it makes me like Miles more. I'm not saying like Miles is like the fact that they're coming up with the I mean, obviously I know Miles is comic book accurate, but I'm saying like the fact that they're going into another Spider Man who's a very popular Spider Man. I love it. Because obviously we've had how many Spider Man movies about we've Peter Parker? Had... Too many. Yeah, we've had too many. I'd say at least ten now. Yeah, Recently. and the, yeah, and I really, really do like um Miles. I really, really do, and I, I think he's a great hero. It's a coming of age story. 
It really, really is. Yeah, and I think one of the best parts about the movie, especially in the first half, is Miles and Gwen's relationship, too. Like, I think, in my opinion, like, one of the best scenes in the movie, it's not really a spoiler because it's online a bit, but, like, when they're hanging upside down on the building, they're just having that dialogue. Yeah. Visually, it's beautiful. Like, that whole scene is beautiful. And just how they talk together and they got like really close. And I'm like, that was my favorite scene. That's like probably the most memorable scene in my opinion. Um, also like the fact we're not, like I said, we're not going to dive into spoilers, but the opening I loved. You going to say anything or I love how they focused more on certain characters. And then was like, okay, remember this is a mile story. But they're building the character yeah. arc. Like, it made me want to know more about, like, Gwen or Miguel or they just didn't focus on uh, Miles. Which, in a movie like this where you have so many Spider-Men, it's great. Because, obviously, we're not going to dive into, like, all the Spider-Men that are in this movie. But, like, obviously, we know Spider-Punk's there. We know the Indian Spider. I can't OB. think of his name. Do you remember his name? <laughs> I yeah, don't know. He's no. in here. But, yeah. I don't remember his name. But like, look it up. there's the one like random Spider-Man in the background that they show. Like, obviously we care about him. But, like, I don't really need to know his background. He's not important in this movie, but like them diving into Gwen. I love that. Like, oh yeah. I love find that. Out like, so they, much more about Gwen. Yeah. Like they really dive into Gwen, but even then it doesn't feel like a Gwen movie. It still feels like a Miles Morales movie overall. Which I loved about it. Um, I'm looking up the... Oh, okay, so the one Spider-Man's name, it's technically Spider-Man India. Pavir... Yeah. I don't know, Bert Ronsalak's last name. It's Spider-Man India, though, so... <laughs> if we reference that one. Uh, I got a question for you. Yeah. Would you, would you recommend seeing this movie in theaters? Oh, I'd recommend it. I mean it's it's a great movie experience i will say though like i have two flaws with this movie my and none of them are story none of them are story related like i know some people might like not like the ending because it's like an abrupt cliffhanger in a way it's not as bad as like fast x but (laughs) that was bad (laughs) but uh my only issues were with just like at some points, like there's like a couple fights where like so much was happening. There was like a lot of dialogue, but then there was like a lot of animation, like a lot of graphics at once. So it's kind of like kind of hard yeah. to follow. But then my other, my other main critique, and this this could be because of the movie experience, is it was kind of hard to hear some of the dialogue in this movie, like especially the first minute to like Gwen's yeah. talking and I couldn't hear what she was saying. Like, but See, uh, uh, if, if you, if you don't mind me budging in real yeah. quick, I was thinking about that. And after like going, like during the movie, I was like, why is it so quiet? And I was like, they could just turn it up. But I like, I don't understand unless if it's for some reason, story arc based, I don't it think. made I've... it way too hard here. And obviously you were saying like 
there were key moments in that, which maybe that's why it's quiet. But yeah, you're right. Like I, a lot of the times during that movie, it was very hard here. Granted, you and I could just be getting old. Yeah, but, but the thing is, though, is like I could I could see like oh, it's just we have bad ears. But literally, IGN made an article about, about it. This. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They made a whole exactly. article about this issue. <laughs> so it's we're not the only ones. But like even like uh, what's his name, Hobie, uh, Spider Punk. Like I love this character. Like the guy who played him, Daniel Kaluuya. Like I loved him. He was in a Get Out, Nope, Black Panther. Yeah, but I just I couldn't understand him. Like what he was saying throughout the movie i'm like like i love this character but there are like points where i'm like what are you saying but uh even uh spider-man india too like there's like that that whole like middle scene with them too oh yeah i know know what you're talking about um but yeah i i 100 agree with you i think it's definitely worth seeing it in theaters hopefully it keeps the hype up because you know sometimes like oh like it's opening weekend everyone's gonna go see this movie and then like two weeks later no one goes. I think it'll I think it'll stay big because even like talk about superhero movies in general like some people think like a uh, superman or superhero fatigue is happening like Guardians of the Galaxy just happened this movie just happened like I don't think fatigue is happening I just think good movies are being made overall like yeah. guardians guardians did very well like after the first week too yeah it did and i mean it, it was way better it was low but it wasn't like incredibly low like scary low it was just yeah. because i think it's because all the marvel fans are fed up with the yeah, production I mean, quality the box quality office was great it. i mean the key though is like with guardians is like how much of a drop was it like from week one to week two and it was much better compared to like ant-man and other drops because the reviews were great but uh i don't think spider-man will drop at all no like it it won't drop much so out of 10 what do you give it i'll give it i wouldn't give it a 10 if i gave it a 10 it'd be like perfect no complaints but i'd give it a nine because literally of just the two flaws I mentioned, like sometimes too much would be happening and then the audio problems. But honestly, yeah. like if this movie comes out on streaming and I can put on subtitles, like, oh, I uh, might bump it up to like nine and a half out of ten. You and I were talking about this the other day because you watch movies with subtitles, right? Yeah, when I'm at when I'm at home, like if I'm watching on a streaming service, I usually put on subtitles just so I can See, hear everything. I don't, but this is a movie I would. Yeah, this is definitely if you're somebody who would get like annoyed with like not being able to hear certain parts. Don't see that. Get annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't might, see the theater. <laughs> yeah, you might want to wait until you can watch it at home. But other so, that's like literally my only critique. I I would give it an eight point seven. I think it's a fantastic movie, but. I don't think it's the best one. I think Into the Spider-Verse beats it. Yeah, I think I Into the Spider-Verse is better. I and really I compare them. I, I kind of like No Way Home. I, I kind of like No Way Home better. Yeah, No Way Home for me is like, that was my best movie experience ever. Like in Oh the yeah, for sure. Like, but, that, that was crazy. Yeah. 
I think I think it's a really great movie. I think it, it beats a lot of the other movies for Spider-Man, but it's not the best. It's not the best, and I can say that confidently. It's really good, just not the best. And honestly, what might make it way better is when the third one comes out. Yeah, like that's one thing I've seen with like some reviews I've listened to is like they can't fully judge this movie until the third one comes out because this, I mean, the story in this movie is like, it's, it's unfinished. Like there's not really like an ending to this story in a way, but like it kind of needs the third one kind of has to come out so you can properly judge this movie. I would say. Yeah. So um, you want to get in some spoilers? Yeah, so if you've if you haven't watched the movie yet, or if you don't want to get spoiled, I recommend clicking off right now. So this is your only warning because we're gonna start talking spoilers now. So yeah, and then you go watch it. Come back. (laughs) Yeah, come back after the fact. Come back. But um, all right, let's talk about this ending real quick. Dude, yeah, I sitting think in you the gotta theater. start the ending. <laughs> so sitting in the theater, right? We saw this movie at 140, and it's two and a half two hours and twenty minutes. So I look at my watch and it's what 355. And I'm like, okay, it's gotta end soon, you know? Like we're almost done. Like it's gotta end soon. And so we're yeah. sitting there. And then this music's going, right? And it's going, and it's going. And I'm like, oh, they're not going to end it. Like there's too much to tie up here. Like there's probably going to be a quick little battle and then that's over. And I'm like, wait, there's a third one coming out. They might do this. So then obviously like when comes out with creates her new spire gang. And then obviously, uh, miles is in earth 42. Was it 42? Yeah. 42. And the prowler walks up and I was like, that's miles. That has to be miles. And the miles on masks himself and stuff. And then it ends. And I'm like, yeah, I saw that coming, but like, because obviously it's, it is a really, really good movie and sitting in the theater being like, I want, I want these loose ends to be tied up. And I was like, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Like, but honestly, like that ending was really, really good. I will say. And, Obviously, you said it was better than Fast 10 because it just ended abruptly. This kind of like, it did its purpose. It wrapped it up, but left you hanging. Yeah, like Fast X, if you haven't seen it, I won't really spoil it, but like, it ends like very abruptly. It's like something's about to happen to Dom, and then the movie just ends. Like, it didn't feel like an ending. It just felt like they cut the movie. <laughs> but uh, honestly, when I before I went into this movie, I'm just expecting like an ending like that, just something very abrupt. So honestly, I wasn't looking at my watch or anything, you know, like the scene when they're going up the train and miles like jumps off. He's like, I'm going to do my own thing. I thought the movie was going to end there to be honest. (laughs) Like I thought it was going to be like really abrupt. Something like that. I thought so uh, too. Um, But what's cool is, uh, rewatching it though like even just like there were like a lot of small little details that like miles was in the wrong universe like before it was revealed like yeah. uh uncle aaron he was like where's your braids at or something and he's like oh i i don't have them in or something that was like one little cue that like 
he was expecting a different miles uh yeah, I, I didn't pick up on that yeah that was that was a small little detail i caught like he was talking about the other miles and then uh before miles got teleported to earth 42 like they specifically showed the earth 42 spider and it actually there's like a one second shot of like the computer saying going to earth 42 or something like that and i'm like ah see i pulled it there i got a question for you yeah who was supposed to get the spider by an earth 42 so was this supposed to be peter parker yeah it was supposed to be well it's technically not really confirmed it could have been the miles in that universe but it was supposed to be peter parker or like there was supposed to be a spider-man in earth 42 but that since the spider teleported and even in the first movie i I didn't catch it but like that spider is glitching in the first movie kind of like how miles is glitching so that's like another reason to show like this spider is in the wrong universe that's like another little hint there but uh yeah i kind of it all kind of came together to me like after I watched it a second time. It was like, so since there was no Spider-Man in Earth-42, like, the dad died, Miles became the Prowler, like, the whole city's a mess because there's no Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, that whole Earth is kind of, like, ruined in a way. And see, like, what this movie does is because we were kind of talking about certain points, like, because what what what's the word that Miguel used to describe the end of the Spider Verse? What was it called? There was like anomaly. Was it an no? It wasn't an anomaly. Well, you called Miles an anomaly. Yeah, but it was like a collision or something of some sort. But it basically the questions that needed to be answered, they answered. Like Gwen's dad, for example, when he retired as captain, it answered the question like will Gwen's dad actually die or not? Because obviously every spider loses a captain. Yeah. Like Um, that was, that was one point in the movie. Like I didn't fully get after the first time I watched it. Like the whole thing with Canon events, like uh, Canon events. That's it. Yeah. So like they explain it as like, you have to lose a loved one. And I thought like, Oh, miles already lost uncle Aaron. So it's like, why does he have to lose? is dad but then like i kind of missed like the fact that like a spider-man can have more than one canon event and another main canon event is a police captain close to spider-man has to die yeah which which also uh i think gwen this whole time was anticipating her dad dying at some point too because she knew yeah because her dad was a captain but then once uh her dad retired or no he quit as captain that kind of proved that that canon doesn't have to happen like that that's not a requirement i'm gonna look up the one word real quick for what that means my only other question is that um why would like if he retired as captain, um, shouldn't something happen then? What do you mean? Or is it because that she convinced him without saying, hey, you're going to die? Well, nothing has to happen now. It's just that Spider-Man, or in this case, Spider-Woman, doesn't have to 
go through that canon event. Yeah, like that's I not a requirement. You. Like, because that, that's what Miguel thinks is that Spider Man has, has to, yeah, has it has to, to happen that way. Spider Man has to lose a captain close to him. Like they showed Andrew Garfield's Spider Man losing uh, Captain Stacy, and then like the, the, it basically proved that that doesn't have to happen. Yeah, so exactly. That, that's why Gwen is gonna help Miles in the third movie, and I think. The other Jessica Drew, the other one, was listening into Gwen as well, so she might branch off as well. Yeah, and like we, like I said, those cameos make like the movie great, but they like they're it's not relying on it. Like seeing Andrew Garfield in it as like Andrew Garfield, and then uh, what's his name? Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire and S. Toby McGuire. It was awesome. Also. They didn't mention Earth One Nine 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 and Doctor Strange. It was they like nine 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 or something. Yeah, whatever, whatever the MCU code is, I can't remember. Yeah. But they didn't mention that. Yeah, they did. I mean, it's all technically in the when Spot was traveling between universes. I I love the Lego one. That was funny. But dude, uh, the Lego is awesome. They, they went into he went into the Venom universe too, like that one woman. I guess. You remember that woman? Did you catch yeah. that? Yeah, I can't think. Yeah, she was in uh the two Venom movies. Oh yes, uh, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seeing her cameo uh, was nice. That that technically all confirms that like the multiverse is connected. Well, at least the universe. Yeah, I mean they mentioned MCU. They mentioned Sony. I mean it's all it's all pretty connected. I'd say, which is kind of cool. But, uh, what other cameos? There was, uh, the video they, game Spider Man, David Glover. PS4. David Glover. Yeah, that was one. Uh, I think we, I watched it with Jordan. He thought that was Metro Boomin for a second. And I'm like, no. Dude, Metro Boomin should have made a cameo. He, no, his Spider Man was in it. Like his Spider Man. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It was uh, during the chase scene, but yeah, Donald Glover, that was uh, from Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Because he was in a, he was in, I actually watched Homecoming yesterday and uh, he was in a scene with Peter and he mentioned like how he had a nephew and everything. And his name was actually Aaron Davis too. So he's technically the pun or the prowler in Tom Holland's universe. How did he end up there? I don't know. <laughs> well, how did PlayStation Spider-Man end up there? I guess, dude, you're just like playing the game and then like, you see like Spider-Man 2 and you see uh, movie Miles comes out. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I think another one was uh, near the beginning, his uh, roommate Genki, he was playing a video game. I think it was one of the PlayStation Spider-Man games. It might have been the new one. I don't know, but... Uh, it was one of the Spider-Man games he was playing. That was another cameo. Um, trying to think of other cameos. Hey, I got a question. His roommate, Miles' roommate. Did he Maybe. ever find out in the first one? I don't remember. That's I don't remember movie. either. I don't. It came out five remember. years ago. I don't even remember him in the first movie. I like, do. You do. I do. But he never paid attention. That's how Miles snuck around. Uh, yeah, I I really don't remember. Like, I remember like the basic story of that movie, but like I don't remember like every little detail. 
So theory wise, what do you think is going to happen in the second one? So obviously it's going to be weird because like spots already attacking that earth earth 1610. So it's like, how's everything going to like happen at once? But well, miles already like at the end, he was kind of like putting electricity on the chains that he's probably going to break out. So it's probably going to start with, a miles versus miles fight. Yeah. So, and then I'm going to assume that like, they're going to work together in a way like miles, Maybe. the two miles are going to have to like work together to get out. They could combine their technology. Yeah. And then Gwen and that group, I don't know how long it would take for them to find miles. I mean, well, they probably already know where he's at. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Wouldn't they know he's at earth 42? because she recognized he was in the wrong universe yeah what other universe would he be in like i'm sure he doesn't even know how to get back to his well miles wouldn't he would need gwen and all of them yeah yeah. dude unless him and prowler miles could figure it out they need to bring nick cage back well i think he will be back he said he wasn't approached for this movie well i mean like he wasn't in this one but like his character should be in the third one yeah, I mean, he, he was in this movie. He just never talked. Yeah, I mean, it was literally like an end cameo or something like that. Yeah. But uh, he'll be in it, but it does make me question, like, how it will end. Because first off, the spot is, like, insanely OP. <laughs> like, how are they going to beat him? His, like, whole body is just a portal at this point. Uh, but on, I love that character too. Like we can talk about it more now. Yeah, we can talk about it more now because it's spoilers. But dude, the fact that the dude can travel through the multiverse, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's insane. Crazy. It's almost like a what's her name, America Chavez or something like that. See, now here's my question: How do you get rid of him? I don't know. I mean, it's crazy too with him. Like he started off first as like villain of the week, and then halfway in the movie he just goes full on crazy and first off real quick like his theme and uh miguel's theme are badass <laughs> i love their themes uh but i don't know how you beat him <laughs> you might just have to like convince him <laughs> to turn good or something or they ooh, i dropped my phone they could destroy him Somehow, I mean, he was originally created because of the events of the first movie. Yeah, yeah the so you you could destroy it. You could destroy him, but I like how his whole thing started because Miles threw a bagel at him in the first movie. <laughs> That's funny. Like I went back and watched it. Like it was just a very small moment. <laughs> like they were they were like retreating out of a lab or something, and he. Threw a bagel at a scientist. And the spot's normally not a main villain, which I kind of oh, like no. how they, they made him. It's movie. it's like, yeah, the, the spot is like a C-list villain, and they made him like an the main villain of this whole movie. Yeah, and you, and you watch this movie, right? And obviously, he's late for the meeting with the guidance counselor and his parents. Yeah. And he's finding the spot, and then he's like, Stay here. I'll be back. <laughs> and then he gets away. And like well, during that fight, you're like, oh, like 
yeah, he might escape and then that's it. Like he'll be done for the movie. Yeah. And then he just gets bigger and bigger. Like, oh, dang. Like they're actually doing this. Yeah. Also, I was just going to say, like, that fight continues. And then, like, you realize he starts talking about, like, how Miles made him. And then you're like, oh, dear. Like, this dude's legit. There's moments I forget that it was a PG movie. Yeah, I'd say, like, yeah, honestly, like, when Spot becomes, like, the baddest form of Spot, I'm like, damn. (laughs) Well, yeah, and then they're cracking jokes. I remember the Miles ass joke. When he's talking to his dad as oh, yeah. uh, Spider-Man, and he goes, "Oh yeah, like you need to kick some, like you need to kick his ass or something." The whole theater started laughing. I was like, "Yeah, that, that, yeah, they did some good job with it. I, they really, really did." Yeah, what do you think of like the humor of this movie? Like, we can talk about certain jokes now, but like, there was a lot. I mean, it is a PG movie too, but it it was made so it that adults find it funny too yeah like i found like it not funny. in a not in a dirty way just in a normal average way yeah there were like on my friday viewing of this there were just two people laughing out loud for like the smallest joke possible <laughs> so it got me like annoyed but then like my other thing was this is like my main complaint in the movie like it's during it was this fight in particular it was spot against uh miles gwen Hobie and Spider-Man India. Like, I could not hear, like, the jokes they were telling throughout that fight. It was bothering me because I couldn't hear what they were saying. Yeah, no, Uh, that was pretty quiet. Like, I wouldn't say quiet, but, like, I mean, like, there was, like, a lot of music. There was, like, a lot of action. Do you think think Spider-Punk will be in the next one? Oh, yeah, easily. I think he was. He's with uh, Gwen's team. At the end. Oh, he was. I didn't see that. Yeah, he was. Uh, Spider-Man India was, I think. At least according to Wikipedia, he was. Uh, yeah, Hobie. He was a fan favorite from what I've heard. One yeah. reviewer like pointed him as the standout. And honestly, like, aside from the parts where I couldn't hear him, like I really liked his moments. Like when Miles broke out of that uh, cage that uh, Miguel put him in. <laughs> like he was like i quit <laughs> yeah that's funny and then he gave gwen the portal thing to at the end which was cool he was honestly had- one of my favorite characters yeah this movie's currently sitting at 87 on a meter score on imdb wow and it that's has cool. 9.1 out of 10 stars yeah i heard like that's like one of the highest ever for like a superhero movie or something I mean, this movie's getting universal acclaim, and I think rightfully so, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. It's not like one of those movies that's, like, overhyped. Like, it's not. D- what is it? Like, Captain Marvel has a 70-something on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it is. Yeah, I hate, just in general, though, like, I hate using Rotten Tomatoes. Like, you look at Ant-Man. Oh, so do I. Like, it does not, Ant-Man does not deserve, like, a 47, in my opinion. No, it's not the worst Marvel movie I've seen. So I can't really like Guardians only had an 82 for the critics. And I'd give I'd give Guardians the exact same grade as this. Captain Marvel has a 79. (laughs) I wonder what the sequel would get for that. (laughs) 
Uh, that that one wasn't terrible. I didn't mind that one. But yeah, I think Into the Spider Verse had like a ninety-seven when I looked. Yeah, it was sitting at a hundred for like days. Yeah, I mean that movie was like almost revolutionary in a way with just the animation style. Yeah, yeah. can we talk about the animation for a minute? Yeah. You open up the movie, right, with Gwen. And I was like, okay, I like how they're diving into it. And I was like, the animation looks so funky right now, just with the colors and stuff. And then we obviously get later in the movie and it's back to normal. But then I remembered, I was like, oh, that's the way they're designing her. Yeah, like her universe felt unique just because of the animation, like all yes. the colors in the background yes. and everything. And like... When her and uh, her dad were talking, like the colors would change to like reflect the mood a little bit. Like I really liked that. Like it made each universe felt unique just because of the color alone, which I loved. And like some of the shots in this movie, I know I said in the non in the non spoiler section, but like when him and Gwen were upside down, I was like. Oh my god. <laughs> this is beautiful. I want to put this as my wallpaper or something. Yeah, no. It it was a really 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 good movie. Animation was peak. Um I'd they outdo themselves every time. Yeah, I'd say this is going to win best animated picture again. Oh, for sure. Uh now real real quick so we can wrap this up. Um soundtrack score yeah, in terms of the score, I loved it. Like, like I already mentioned, uh, Miguel's score. Oh my god, when he came in at the beginning, I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, this dude is badass. I didn't like, listen to all of um, Boomin's album, just a couple songs, because so I wanted to wait until I saw the movie, just so I could be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Yeah, that one was... thing we talked about. There's not a lot of songs in the movie. Yeah, I wish I talked about that in the non-spoiler section, but yeah, that was like one of. I won't like, like take points off of that for the movie, no. but like, I unless wanted they more intro songs. Unless they add it for in the second one. Yeah, I mean, unless, unless yeah, unless they have like some of the songs in the second one, but I feel like there'll be another soundtrack for that. But like, there were only like, there was one at the beginning. No. There was one at the beginning. <laughs> then there was there was one with Miles in his bedroom. There was one when he was chasing Gwen. Like there might have been like four or five songs from the soundtrack. Like that dis that made me disappointed a little bit. Like I kind of wanted to, like by the time it was like the second half of the movie, there were like no songs from the soundtrack at that point. Yeah, and there was like yeah. one in the. There were some in the credits, I guess, but I didn't stay for the credits because there's no post credit scene to talk about in this one. Unless if they lied to you. <laughs> no, they didn't lie. I First off, I mean, it's crazy how you can watch so much of this movie on TikTok and YouTube. Like, Yeah, why? <laughs> I showed you. I was just on TikTok, and there's a live of the whole movie. Like, it was like, it was when... It start like I turned it on when Miles and Miguel are on the train going up, and it played the whole end of the movie. Yeah, on TikTok, like it's crazy how you can uh, just watch it then. Yeah, 
I mean, obviously, there's no post credit scene. It says there's no post credit scene except a title card that says Beyond the Spider Verse. So here's uh, here's here's my final statement. Right, I want to end with something like this. Obviously, now we know that's going to be called Beyond the Spider Verse, which we knew that. But since we're mentioning this, Beyond means more, <laughs> a lot, yeah. a lot more. So how are we going to go beyond? Because I, I feel like theory. in the next, I saw like in the next one, it's going to be more driven to like going back to Miles. His universe and to like, obviously, hopefully stop his dad from dying. Yeah. What's the one theory you saw? I I listened to one thing and it was uh, like Spot destroys like a bunch of universes or something. And then like, they have essentially like build beyond the spider verse in a way. Like I, I forget it. Some of it, I don't know how it would work. Like that's the one thing, like, I don't know how this is going to end like this trilogy. Like, I don't know. No, they're going to And I think that's why like, so good. Yeah. Like, cause I know they're going to make a live action miles Morales movie. It's not going to be related to this. And then, I think a female spinoff would happen too. Do you think that it will be MCU or do you think it will be just Sony? The Miles Morales one? Yeah. I mean, if they brought back Donald Glover to be the Prowler, I mean, you could easily do, you could easily do in the MCU. It would be hard just because Tom Holland still exists there. It could be its Mm -hmm. own thing. Or here's one thing I've been saying about Marvel, like the MCU, like they should honestly, like with some of their newer movies, they should put them in like other universes. universes. Like, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Like they all shouldn't be in the same, like the Eternals, like should have been in like a different universe or something like that. Like, because so much weird stuff happens in that movie where it doesn't make sense with the whole MCU. So it's like, no. put put like some of these new characters like moon knight like first off moon knight had no mcu references like that could be in a whole other universe but like you could put miles in another universe because when you get to like the kang dynasty it's going to be like a whole multiverse battle so yeah you have people in other universes already set up yeah so, i See. i would say that but i'm really excited for the third movie yeah me too i hope sony doesn't butcher it i don't think they will the first two movies were top tier i mean if this third movie is as good as the first two this could be like one of the best trilogies ever in my opinion hey hey sony if you're listening to this uh you should invite us to that premiere yes invite us (laughs) please Please. (laughs) if the one in a billion chance you listen to this Yeah, but that movie, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, is scheduled to be released on March 29th, 2024. So, hopefully it doesn't get postponed. Now. Yeah, less than a year it is. So, which is crazy. Um, I just want to end with one thing. Uh, hopefully, obviously, if this does well, uh, we are planning to do a lot of more of these uh it might just be me and john you might get me john randall 
and all of this. But um, yeah, hopefully you guys did enjoy this. Uh, John, yeah. you want to end with anything else? Yeah, I mean, uh, Carlin was saying we might do more movies. I think the next movie we would do is probably going to be The Flash. Flash. Because that's in like two weeks or so. So we'll probably make an episode related to that two weeks from now. So stay tuned to that. But other than that, I think that'll do it for us today. So thank you all for listening to us. This was a newer episode we've done. So hopefully you all enjoyed it. Uh, Our next episode, I think Dan might be doing one on his own. So it might be UFC related. So if you like UFC, give that a listen. And then hopefully New Music Friday as well. But then after that, the following week, we'll be on vacation. So we might only have one episode released next week. So follow our Twitter, Instagram for updates on that you can follow us on tiktok as well we have like two or three tiktoks made (laughs) we have two we're working on we're working on but all of the links are in the bio you can listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts, or overcast but other than that with carlin jacob i'm john dodero have a great day everyone and see you next time on inside the dome